伝説の殺し屋が挑む究極ミッションザ・ファブルなんで俺もやねんなんで俺もやねん When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over! Hello and welcome to the Asian Action Cast, your number one source for Asian action movies and the perils of Hong Kong stuntmen.、Uh, we are here tonight with a significantly, significantly reduced crew. We are all your hosts. My name is Scott. I'm here with Michael. Hello. Rachel. Hi. And Nathan. Hey. How's everybody doing?、Um, all right. Still social distancing a little bit?、Uh, a little bit. We're about 1.5 meters away from each other、yeah. right now. I think so. I don't think it matters though. We're not Victoria. So, <laughs> so no Sam and no Christian, so we're just going to wing it. So the movie we watched this evening was The Fable. The Fable, which is a choice from Rachel. Tell us a bit about this one, why you picked this one, Rachel. It has Junichi Okada from V6 in it, who is a Johnny. Johnny's. Please,、uh, a quick five second Johnny's explanation of what it is. Huh? What a Johnny's is. A、uh, massive boy band production company in Japan. One might say、uh, a factory line similar to a John West, in which they reject the bad ones and keep all the good ones. <laughs> no, that's a lie. There's a lot, plenty of bad ones in there. <laughs> so he's in V6, you said? Yeah. So that's like one of the oldest boy bands that still are together. They're still together? He's still a part of it? Yeah. Okay. He's like are they really、age. a boy band then? Aren't they more、They're、of a man, man band? A Yaji band. Are they doing Enki yet? No, that's the way you start. You do crappy anchor. You do crappy anchor at the beginning and you、Especially、do crappy anchor at the end. Then you, then you move into like the dubstep towards、yeah. the end. So, yeah, this is based on a manga which was produced between 2014 and now ish, I think, called The Fable.、Ah. So, that,、uh, that manga, a little bit of trivia here, was、uh, by a guy called Minami Katsuhisa, published from. 2014 in Weekly Young Magazine. I couldn't make it all the way to Shonen. This film came out last year in 2019. And a little bit of other trivia. This which, has only came out last year. Yeah. Yep. All right. It says the theme song is Born This Way by Lady Gaga, but like most movies that have a big song attached to it, it's only in the credits. At the very end. A la Kiss from a Rose by Seal in that Batman movie.、Uh, yeah, Iron Man mi- by Black Sabbath. There's a million big fucking songs in that Batman Robin movie. Hundreds. Sure, but Kiss from a Rose is the big one, right? That was the third movie, I think. Third or Batman Returns? No, the third Batman movie.、Mm. Batman Forever, I think it was.、Oh, I think you're right, yeah. And、uh, um, the first one had、um, Prince. Well, Prince did the whole thing, but why are we getting off topic here? <laughs> hey, hey, I got <laughs> I time、know. to talk about、True. bad d a n c e You got、dance. time for the bad dance? All right. All right. <laughs> you know it.、Yeah. Uh, um, any other trivia about this movie that you guys are aware of? It has a bunch of character actors and was, was、um, directed by a guy called Kan, 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 Kan Aguchi. And this is his third film, apparently.、So. What w a s his other two?、Um, I have it open here、uh, <laughs> Mentai Piruri and Gachi, Gachi Boshi. What has he been doing his whole life? He's born in 1967. I don't know. Boy band. Making, boy good, <laughs> making good movies. Managing a boy band. Oh, okay. He's a Johnny's. So,、uh, with the trivia out of the way, <laughs> let's. You get fucking is nothing. Is Let, that it?、Uh, unless you have something else? I've got nothing. I came, into the, I came into this movie dark and I'm leaving darker. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. 
So the, the plot is fairly basic, but let's throw it over to Michael, our plot correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan for a loop. This movie was actually, it, it felt a little bit long, um, but it was entertaining for its length. Yeah. But that that made it drag out for um There's you know remembering exactly what happened. But like I'll, a lot uh, of modern movies, they think they need to be over 2 hours long. I and don't it, know why. And whilst they were entertaining, it did feel like it it added like the ending 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 onto it to like close all the points. I think it could have ended plot. a couple of times, but I I wasn't I wasn't totally bummed when it kept going. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind knowing what's happening here. It's it's more the reason that I would kind of read a Magnus manga I suppose to like get those extra ending things on it rather than a movie but mm. how many times do you think those two idiot hitmen how much of the manga do you think they're in nothing very little yeah how much time do you think it spends on slice of life dude being a weirdo a lot I bet you I bet you this whole whole I, fucking book I bet you just a whole book of it yeah <laughs> of that you know that they're just thrown in there we kind of mentioned it, it kind of reminds us a little bit of was it one one punch man a little like bit like they're yeah. kind of the world weary guy who's doesn't really know much but is kind of resigned to the fact that he's a killing machine yeah he's a sad motherfucker I'm gonna show, I'll show a little quote from a review here from a website called AsianMoviePulse.com. The fable is occasionally silly, cheesy, imbalanced, but damn me if it isn't one of the most entertaining movies of the year and one of the best manga adaptation I've seen during the latest years. I, I'm not sure about the last part, but yes, su- super entertaining. Like you can't get your own opinion. You had to quote somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't necessarily disagree, primarily because a lot of manga adaptations generally suck. Like, they feel really cheap a lot of the time. This feels like a slight step up from that. Oh, Nathan throwing shade at Terraformars. <laughs> I'm throwing shade at even things I love, like Gintama. The live-action yeah. movie for Gintama is cheap as fuck. They're all cheap as fuck. It did, I mean, whilst I could see it playing out in the manga, you know, it, it didn't feel like they were trying to take the tropes from it, yeah. you know? It, was, it felt like it was... It, it had its style and and went for it. And um, the the one thing I did like about this is all of all of the character actors that they had for each of the different parts. They were actually really quite entertaining with you know their facial expressions and they were playing it playing yeah. it up quite a bit. Everybody's tropey as fuck in this film. Uh, but you were going to go into the plot. What is I this was, plot? I was. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we start in uh, a typical yakuza gathering, uh, I guess, where um, there's uh, the restaurant scene at the beginning, and um, they're obviously striking some sort of business deal uh, between. It looks like white people and. Uh, the I'm going to assume home. they're the. I'm going to assume they're the Russian mafia. Russian mafia. I'm oh, just assuming. I could, that. I could go with that. He, he, they they look, didn't look. They, it, they, they didn't look Italian. Yeah. They, it makes sense, I suppose. Yeah, right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm doing that swallowing thing now. <laughs> Trust me, everybody does it all the time, forever. <laughs> Not this motherfucker. <laughs> so, the strike and the deal and, and the Russian, he gives like a sword to the Russian guy and goes, oh, you know, have a swing. So, he's having a bit of a swing going, yeah, this is funny. And then we get like the exterior shot of a couple of the guards getting bullets like through them. And um, at this point, they do a kind of artistic style that they use throughout the scene where you see like a, a cartoonish line of the bullet and like a number count going. Like a stat or something? Yeah. It's a stat. I think it's like his percentage... Potential of, of, of kill or whatever. The, yeah, the the shot or something, and so it follows around like all with silencer type bullets, like just kit, taking out people in one shot kind of thing. And uh, eventually, the guy, uh, the 
the Russian drug boss guy who's swinging the sword around gets shot through and everyone realizes, hang on a minute, someone's attacking us here. And uh, then we proceed to go through a, everyone running for their life through this restaurant, doing each of the doors while, while um, the assassin, man just masked assassin kills all the comes in with his... Um, Looks, looks like just a handgun with a um, silencer on it and starts taking people out and shots, single shots um, with lots of different grip moves trying to, you know... It's pretty stylish. If mm. I actually hated the lines and I thought that... Yeah. I thought it actually covered too much of what was going on because it was all over the goddamn place. Mm. Um, it would have been better to have it and they don't have it in the last good fight sequence, which was nice. Um, but, yeah, so he kills them all and this is inter- intercut with... A woman drinking a lot with a dude. In a bar. In a bar. Mm. I thought the uh, the line thing was cool. And you sort of mentioned how it doesn't show up at the end. Maybe that's sort of like, this is Assassin Okada or this is Assassin uh, Akira Sato, which he changed his name to. Or is Fable. it just a manga device, probably? It's probably, it's probably sh- a manga device. I've never read the manga. That's why I was like, Nathan was worried it was going to keep going. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's going to end soon because he's going to turn into a, like a loser. So mm. Okay. <laughs> But like, he's the assassin. He's the fable. While he's the fable, he has all those those lines. And when he turns into Akira Sato, those lines disappear. Yeah. Unless they just thought, oh fuck it, we won't use it anymore. Yeah. Well, he uses them. I think there's something similar when he's getting his beat down. When he's getting a beat down mm. later on, like he comes up with like, oh, he's going to throw to the right. Oh, this guy's going to punch to the, the whatever the guy's stats and stuff. Yeah. 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 So it, it, I mean, it did seem like a little bit of artistic flair at the beginning, just to show kind of how yeah. good he was and how calculating he was across the room. But, yeah, if that had have continued through the whole movie, that would have been a distraction and annoying, but luckily they didn't. Yeah, it went away. Mm. So we're introduced to the other party member, I guess, the other... Of the duo. The duo. She's just drinking hardcore. And she drinks this dude under the table and sticks things up his nose. It's pretty funny. That's uh, Fumino Kimura is the actress. Yeah, Yoko being uh, her character name. Um, She's been in a shitload of dramas and TV movies and movies. So. She looks familiar. Hmm. She does, yeah. She's got one of those faces that you say, oh, I'm sure I've seen her in, you know, 15, a bunch of stuff. 15 dozen different things. Uh, so from there, what do we get? We They, they drop... We, we, they take out everyone in the um, building, including the boss, and they hop in their car and uh, go drive off. Um, but they drop a mobile phone that one of the bad guys had news filming the attack and it sort of captured an image of yeah. um, the fable and um, they get to the boss later on and it sort of uh, cuts and he's going well it's getting a bit hot around here you know so we need to cool it down for a bit so you're going to go um, live in Osaka for a while live in Osaka for a while and you're not to kill anyone for a year take a year off and um, live a normal life and you'll be a pro and, and that'll make you a pro for some reason <laughs> Yeah. But Sigurd is like, this guy's fucking crazy. We're going to calm him We're down. We're going to get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. But they start in that um, scene, This uh, the the character trait that goes through the whole movie where um, they're cooking fish and uh, pass it to Fable and he puts it in his mouth and then spits it out and says, too, too hot, hot, too hot. Not and he gets um, uh, Yoko to blow on the fish to cool it down. And it's uh, they explain it later in the movie where... The idea is that his senses are so sharp, including his sense of taste, that everything that's hot is too hot for him. I have a problem with this. Mm. It's a stupid problem. I know it's just a stupid gag and I should just let it go, but I can't let it go. <laughs> if his if his senses of touch, taste, smell, temperature and all of that are too heightened, every time he got touched in those scenes, he'd be like, Ooh, oh, I'm a little bitch. 
But he's, but he's stoic. He's not stoic. That's the opposite of stoic. Being like, oh, it's too hot is the opposite of stoic. He should be able to eat whatever. That's mm. just normal people things he's not good at, right? Yeah, but that's dumb. The reason that he's bad at it is a dumb reason to be bad at Everybody it. has an Achilles heel, bro. That's stupid. It, w- it would have been Achilles heel if, if they just... <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better if they just, um, you know, that was his one flaw that... He, he, he has like, a weird he, sense he, of taste. Like yeah. everything else he does is perfect except his sense of taste. Yeah, it makes like, you laugh every time. It's like, ah! Well, I mean, it's funny. It's a, it's a funny it's gag, a gag, but it's a stupid for reason gag. for the funny gag. <laughs> so they're told to go do this. Now, like 50% of this movie is gag, essentially. Yeah. Gag and yeah. comedy and slice of life stuff. And then the other 50% is him being like trying to not kill people, that, but then just being really good at it. Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he, Musical intro. So they go to um, they go to Osaka and then they're sort of integrating themselves and there's like there's kind of the, the whole other plot of this movie apart from him just trying to live a normal life is that the Yakuza family that's brought him in has some weird dynamics which I assume they all do because everybody's always jostling for power. So there's like a second in command and he's in charge of looking after this problem which is this crazy serial... Like, not serial killer. Yeah, it's kind of a serial killer if you think about it. It's fucked up. Hitman are serial killers. Um, <laughs> so that is... Um, uh, Kenya Suda, is it? Yeah. He's the Ebihara. Yeah. Yep, that's him. And he's, uh, he's, like, he's got to put him up in a place. He's got to make sure he kind of doesn't kill anyone. And he sets up a couple of tests for him. Like, hey, beat him down. And he doesn't fight back. And there's a couple of other bits and pieces like that. But there's also, like, this up-and-comer... I guess pimp, like main pimp dude who's in charge of running the women in town and he's vying for a power play. Yeah. And the, then... Uh, in the gang. Ebihara's um, getting an old crew member out who used to be a pimp and there's, he's... There's lots of spurring off little subplots going yeah, there's on. There's like a four or five different little stories going on in this movie yeah. at one time. Yeah. And the one that kind of annoyed me a little bit was the like real C plot with two up-and-coming little hitmen trying to like um, find the fable so they can kill him and, and make their reputation better. And uh, it, they kind of sprinkled them in, in in a few little doses and they come into the end fight scene in the end. Yeah, they find, they're the ones who find the people. I don't know the, why the, they know the that photo that, why that hit is going on in the first place. Yeah. They find the phone, they trace it back and back and then I they th- go I think outside. Nathan sort of mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago that maybe in the manga they're important characters. So they had to sort of chuck them in they, there. There might be important characters in the manga. That might be one of the big arcs. And they played, up, they played it up yeah. really good as, as psychos. Yeah, they, I, thought that, I thought the taller one's acting was just real bad. Really? I thought there was... There was that, they've actually stuffed so many, like, I think I think good for their part actors in this movie. Maybe I'm not saying many. that they're bad actors. I just, yeah. think, I just think there's more to acting like a crazy psychopath. Whoa, I'm a crazy psychopath. Well, the thing is, though... Well, uh, he had role models in the, they in don't the have Yakuza. Enough time. They don't have enough time yeah, to develop. I, there's, there's too many characters. That, that's, that's why I think they already had Kojima as the crazy psycho. So this other guy was like <laughs> yeah. a, a slightly lesser psycho. That was it, and that it kind of took away from his craziness. Uh, and Kojima and, is. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get on to him. So he's he's the the gang member that's been locked in jail for eight years and gets out on parole. As you he killed one of the movie. he killed one of the prostitutes, and they think the other group that's vying for power thinks that. Captain ordered him to Captain do it. Captain ordered him to do it, but it. He, yeah. So Kojima is played by a guy called Yuya Yagira. And he's he's mugging the whole time, man. He's pulling he's, faces. He's got the best faces. And he's he's doing crazy shit. Like, you're not in, he gets out of prison, so you introduce him very briefly beforehand. But the first time you see him when he's out, he's riding a bike in like a Hawaiian shirt and he just stabs a dude. <laughs> and he, he pulls his 
fantastic face for his when he's like looking to the side <laughs> on uh, when he's riding that bike, and it was absolutely hilarious. You know what? This uh, Yagira guy, he's a uh, he's a guy who endorses Gatsby, the the hair wax. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, he can he can pull a face with that. Then he's a child actor as well. Oh, really? He's uh, a mugger, is what yeah. he is. Mugging you, all over. You know what? No I'm just gonna say it right now. Everybody in this movie, fantastic hair. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially Okada, his hair is a tremendous. I thought scars are scars are good. Good, oh, good yeah. makeup, yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing to remember is that the two pimps, the two people vying off. So this guy that's just got out of prison, and the other guy I can't remember the name of. What was his name? Uh, 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 um, sorry, singing a song. <laughs> Sunagura, Sunagawa. He's played by a guy called Osamu Mukai. He. They both have crazy scars because yeah. I guess when you're in the pimp game, you got to get scarred. Got to cut things up with knives. Yep. Just gonna halt the plot to chuck in saying that in case we forget about it later, mm. uh, Sato loves a comedian called Jackal Tomiyaka. Holy oh, <laughs> shit. Who's played by Daisuke Miyagawa and his comedy is corny and not funny, but he is he's essentially, he's cut up all over he it. Just when rem- he, sees he just reminds me of that guy that goes, I have a pet. <laughs> I have a pet. You know the guy I'm talking about. Yeah. Everybody knows. He's doing a, a bit like that. Like, I've got one bit. I'm going to do that bit until I can't do that bit anymore. There's remixes of that bit. There's dubstep versions of that bit. I've done that bit every day of my entire life. Is that the only Japanese comedy that's ever translated internationally? Oh, that's you know un- how, how give me ah. We have things like Takeshi's Castle came over. Is that comedy? Yes. It's torture. Also, um,. <laughs> I don't know, uh, Osaka Ben, Osaka dialogue is slightly different than normal Japanese. Is there any kind of weird jokes or anything that was sprinkled in there that you picked up I on? Don't, I don't know. I don't know about jokes, but it's just so much Kansai Ben like crazy. Just, I don't know. It's really thick. So I guess Kansai Ben is sort of a rougher Japanese language, it's I guess. Different. Like different? It's different. I'm trying to think of examples. Instead of saying nah, they say nah. Nah. Lot. Um, like Queenslanders, am I right? More like almost gangster talk that they're playing around with. Nah, nah, it's, nah it's different. They were they were doing gangster talk as well, but it's definitely like the Kansai Osaka Osaka band, which just sounds funny. And I guess when when yeah. uh, so, when so that's a, one down. of the gags is when they're driving down to Osaka. Him and his like offside a woman who is now is not a woman. They're not a pet apart. Well, they are a partnership, but they're not a romantic partnership. Professional. She's going to be a sister. He's going to be a brother sister. and sister. Yeah. They didn't they say they were going to be married, and they're like, no, nah, that's not going to work. We'll yeah. do brother sister. <laughs> yeah. uh, while they're hiding out for the year, he like taps his forehead. Which is a running gag, which is how he gets himself psyched up, and then he essentially does little Kansai like yeah. Kansai Ben uh, like jokes almost, like he's only thing. ever learnt from watching uh, Manzai groups or something. Yeah, <laughs> but I say the fact is um, Junichi Okada is actually from yeah. Osaka, so he can do it in his sleep, I suppose. Mm. It comes naturally. So uh, where were we up where to? Where were we up to? So um, he's been introduced. He's in the house. He's had his beat down. Uh, they've, so he and he, they, they then the guy takes him to go kill a like an MMA fighter who's a rapist wrestler and, or something yeah, yeah. Wrestler, wrestler rapist and um, yeah and he and he doesn't so, kill him and he's like so all right Abihara accepts him so you can you can stay in my town for a year um, just don't get into any trouble um, and and don't yeah. don't talk to that lady that very attractive that, lady who you keep happening to run into <laughs> oops yeah. so the rest of the movie is is a slice like you say a slice of life in this year of him trying to. Be a normal dude, get a yeah. job, and so his first, oh, that's his first. His so first many thing funny is bits. To find a job. So many funny bits. So there's a bunch of scenes where he's like interviewing at different places, and he's like, "No, I'm not interested in any of this." 
Nah. Oh, you're just being a florist. His only hobby is is uh, watching the that comedian Tomioka or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So everyone just pisses them. And everybody laughing. laughs when that, they say, "What's your hobbies?" Oh, his on here resume it's that he's <laughs> taken around with him, so they all piss themselves. Also, he has, he has no clue on how to act socially. He's like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> he, he comes. Across, well, the the thing is, we get a couple of flashbacks which show that he was essentially raised in the wilderness, and he <laughs> and they talk about it when they go out to dinner with his with his like new employer, new colleagues. Um, and he's like he hasn't been socialized with humans <laughs> which has made him a great killer a, a, a poor artist <laughs> so bad he uh, he gets the job at uh, like a business card design yeah or graphic design graphic design. design and we get introduced to my main man Jiro Sato as the boss with an awesome perm Nice mustache and vape. always vaping. Vaping, <laughs> always vaping. It's almost like Hanshin Tigers stuff he's got everywhere. Yeah. All right, the baseball team as well. Uh, so um, yeah, they, they see some of his drawings too, and they're so crap. But they're it like, doesn't start like that. He starts as a delivery man, and then someone sees him. Like someone's like, I can't. I just can't get this lion right. The lion right. And he comes over and he does like a, like a three year old's drawing of a lion, and they're like that's Whoa, amazing. That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> and the other guy who's a perv who's been trying to get camera shots of this girl the whole time. He comes over and goes, it looks like a fucking kindergarten t- did it. And they're like, no, no, it captures something. Genius. It captures Genius. something. That, that's a running gag for the rest of the movie. Like his crappy drawings are somehow like yeah. supremely they speak, good. They speak to someone. The, they have the nice girl, emotions. The girl, Misakai, actually asks him to draw a picture of her as, as like a present. So all the while this sort of slice of life stuff's going on, it's interspersed with all this Yakuza stuff that's going on where this guy's gotten out of prison. He's, he's been told by his dude, you need to lay low, you need to chill out, you got to start from the bottom. But then he has a heart attack yeah. and he's not in the picture for a little bit. So, so um, He takes the opportunity to pursue. Yeah, so he takes the opportunity to pursue. What's her name again? Uh, Misakai? Misaki? Misaki? Oh, yeah, Misaki. Her, her actual name is Mizuki or Mizukai, so Yamato. So oh, that's, yeah, that's the confusion. <laughs> She's the, the love interest slash, she, and she has a, a past in um, gravural model yeah, porn. She, you know, like, I just didn't get who she was supposed to be related to because they kept saying she's special. Why is she special? I think, again, probably in the manga, right? Yeah. There's probably some I backstory in the manga. Yeah, I gather there's something to do with Ebihara because he says, um, you know, she's a special girl. and Yeah, um, she, she's. Yeah, it feels like no other the, the neighborhood is small. Yeah. It feels it like, like the neighborhood is small. That's and everybody's his like, daughter, but they never made it, mention it. It kind of felt like yeah. that, didn't it? Like he was, he was almost paternal in his protection or wanting to protect her. But as soon as, 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 soon as his boy, Kojima, gets out, he tries like to recruit, second, he's like, <laughs> recruit her straight away, even though he's told... Told him like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm out of the pimp game, and he's like, I will get you something that's suited well, you, which would probably be straight up murder, which would be great for him. He's he like, should have just waited. You're at, um, we're out of the pimp game because Sunagawa is the big pimp in yeah. town. You got to lay low. He's taken over um, being the pimp in the town whilst he's been in jail. Yeah, but it, that doesn't stop him because he, he's apparently a crazy bastard, which is fun because he's mugging the whole time he's being crazy. <laughs> but he's he's working on it. He's working. He gets her. He essentially blackmails her like he starts taking Into photos of her mom he beats up because she works two jobs he he beats up or puts in hospital the boss the, the boss of the place that she works that's not the graphic design place it's like a yeah. bar or something yeah we never see that place anyway yeah. so it's not really important um and then feels like it might have been cut though yeah know? it could have yeah. been cut the, yeah. again this movie's already pretty long yeah yeah so they he so when he gets so he, he blackmails her into coming over. They're going to sign a contract. And at that particular point, 
the other guy who's running the pimp, the the, the prostitute. Sugawara. Yeah, he makes his move, kidnaps that dude, and he's trying to get him to tell him that um, Ebihara <laughs> is the one who like told him to kill the girl. I don't know what that's going to do. I have no idea what that's going to do. But he really wants him to say, Ebihara told you to kill that prostitute back eight years ago. I think it's something to do that he wants to give it to the president, like because the, there's like a Yakuza boss that's above... Yeah. Um, Ebihara, yeah, and he thinks that he's going to like, you know, take Ebihara's position, yeah, um, from him and be second in charge, kind of thing. But yeah, again, it's. I think he's just trying to outcrook each other and outdig each other. They kind of um, fuse together at that that point. The 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 C plot with the the two assassins that have come to town looking. Yeah, because they're they're part of the Sangahara. uh, um, His crew. He he. Well, he's not. He's like hired them on. He hires them to help, and they're only hired because they are interested in Fable, and because he knows that Fable's come to town and that they're protecting him. He doesn't know it's Fable, but he knows... But he knows they've got a really good hitman, so... So this guy is um, Soda Fukushi. He's a contract killer Fudo. I'm looking at the picture right now, and he looks exactly like he does in the movie. He he is like... Pardon the the expression here, but he has a hard-on for killing this guy. That's that's his (laughs) orgasmic joy, is wanting to kill the Fable. Oh, he loves it. Yeah. Is he a, a Johnny's or an, or an actor that you know? No? He does look familiar to me, though. He's been in a lot of teen movies that, that uh, I can think of. Mm. It's one of those... He might have been in one of those, like, like manga adaptations I've seen and then just set aside in my brain. But he, he definitely was probably the one actor in, in it that wasn't as good as some of his peers around him. So it kind of stood out a little bit to me. Yeah, but percent. I think they were asking him to do a lot, mm, too. Bleach? Yeah. Did you guys do Bleach? Yeah. We watch Library Wars. He's in Library Wars. Yeah, uh, Okada. Junichi Okada is in uh, Library Wars. I was going to well, say. Who's he in Bleach? Is he Ich Ichigo in Bleach, or is he mm, uh, Ichigo? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, it yeah. is Ichigo. Yeah. For something that's kind of a dumb premise, Libra- Library Wars it, is a great yeah. movie, by yeah, the way. Yeah. <laughs> Library Wars. Yeah. Okada's in it. He's oh. like the main protagonist. He's a bit like too serious. He's a stoic general. Bit of a loser. Very short. Okay. Still short. It, it, it's, it's worth a watch. It's, it's pretty dumb, but it's worth a watch. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Maybe I'll watch it. Um, so from there, what do we do? So at this point, they've taken him back to the place where they can dispose so they, of bodies and it's a waste. Just remember, disposal. we don't have to go through the whole plot. Here. We right, just, we're almost <laughs> finished. So <laughs> <laughs> finish it, yeah. Yeah. So um, Captain uh, Ebihara um, finds out or gets... Um, now my brain's going off... <laughs> What's his name? Uh, starts with a fable. Yeah, the fa- the, the guy. Akira Sato. Akira Sato. Sato. Yeah, that's that's what it was. It's just out of reach for a second. Then, uh, so he gets Sato to find out what's gone on with Kojimo. He's like, like, "Do me a solid, bro." Kojimo. Yeah. You can um, have my car, which he's got a really cool classic skyline. It looks really good. <laughs> yeah. So he's going. Uh, he sends him basically to the factory to to rescue him. Except um, he doesn't want to break his promise not to kill anyone. So he decides to get all these weapons, uh, a gun, and hollow out all the the bits in the bullet or whatever. Yeah, he so. does some weird magic shit so he doesn't kill people with the bullets. Yeah. Did we say Masaki got kidnapped as well? Yeah, yeah, I think we just went broke <laughs> into that home. Major plot room. point there. Yeah, uh, so, so he's like, she needs to be rescued, so I'll do both, I guess. At the same time yeah. kind of thing because she's a good person. She doesn't deserve yeah, that. Yeah, y- Yoko's like, why are you doing this? And like, oh, she was really nice to me. She's like, Ugh. And then just before we get to the, the climactic violent shootout, well, fight out, I guess, because he doesn't really shoot that many people. Um, Sato's boss. Sato's boss shows up at the ho- at the, at the hospital. hospital. Uh, chains up the. Basically, goes full psycho on um, Eberhard and goes, "Why the hell did you involve Sato in this stuff? Now I'm going to have to kill him." 
Yeah. And then I'll be back for you. Well, it sounded like he was planning on killing him anyway. It sounded like he was trying to dull his edge for the year and then come and kill him. It almost felt that way. Or it, it, it also, the other side I was thinking of it was it was more that he feels parental towards him, wanted to try and get him out of the business as such because he didn't want him there to some extent. Um, Dr. Frankenstein has lost control of the monster. Yeah, but he hasn't really though. Yeah. and uh, But then uh, it, as you go through to, and we'll skip a little bit ahead here, but um, when he, at the end of the movie, he doesn't end up killing him or, or doing that because he's realized that he didn't actually kill anyone in all of the scenes. So whereas he thought he was going to do it and break his promise. Yeah, I still think he was... I th- but when he's talking to... he goes to, to a point of taking the phone that has the picture yeah. of him as well. When he's talking to him, like, in the hospital, though, he's, like, saying, like, I wanted him to, like, lose... He says, like, lose I wanted edge. to lose his edge. Yeah. So so it sounded like because he, he wanted to fucking kill him. Mm. Someone's going to mm. take that bitch out. It's a slightly ambiguous ending. Yeah. So so that gets us... And obviously he saves him, and they have a meal, and everything's funny, and they kill the guy that got out of prison at Kojima... Uh, because it had to be killed to smooth over everything in bit different parts of the, the Yak clan in Osaka. The end. And he eats a chicken wing hole with fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, he waited like bone. 10 minutes with that at the yeah. end of the credits. You know what? Born, born and no, sub, place. No, no subtitles at the end there, by the well, way. You kind of guess away. Oh my God, why are you doing that? That's not what normal people do. Stop yeah. eating the chicken hole. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> also, he tries to eat a fish at some point, head yeah. and everything, yep. which just goes back to the flashback. Oh, and he gave her the um, the picture that he drew of her. Oh. Yeah. Oh, isn't that sweet? It's, it's, a, it's her background on the phone now. Yeah. yeah so, but now we can get into the actual... The actual meat of the movie, which is probably the... Fish? There's only two major fight scenes, the beginning and the end. It's hot steak too. Ah! <laughs> hot steak? <laughs> the, the there's another joke hot about steak. hot food. The hot, oh, food yeah. hot steak. Um, what else? He, he also does it some other time too as well, actually. Hot tea. Hot tea, yep. Fish. Hot fish three times in this movie, yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. And, and then the side joke about him eating... The um, food hole without um, throwing away like the, oh, yeah, the people, which is like the, the flashback to when he was. He like, used to eat like witchy grubs and stuff in the forest. Like they left, left in the forest to survive for a month, and he did it by eating bugs and, and stuff. I don't think they only did that once. I think they did that a few times mm. to him. And it was funny because the scene happened differently yeah. um, from his memory to the boss's memory because they did the same scene flashback in the boss's memory for mm. um, just comparative point, and it was slightly different, which was interesting that they went to that you know length yeah considering it's just a single movie but maybe they're intending to make more who knows it's if it only came out last year they might mm, it might still right. be making sequels you uh, know except for covid i'd, <laughs> I'd watch more <laughs> i'd probably watch another one yeah, yeah. uh but let's funny, get though. into probably what is for our podcast purposes the meat which is the last fight sequence yep who wants to go so this last fight s- sequence is kind of the last boss level of a video game Cross with a bit of the Matrix, maybe. Yeah. Cross with the Raid too. It starts too. with, it starts Co- with a bit, with a bit of, of John Wick. It starts with a bit of Jackie Chan cameo. He climbs up the fa- fa- facade of um, this building, which is like a um, a waste collection facility. So right next to a tennis court. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for whatever reason, um, and he shimmies up in between like a, a small gap and climbs up like at least three stories um, up this building, pretty um, smoothly and interestingly. Is he a CG? I, I didn't think it was it CG. I just like thought the they had a different person doing, doing it. it. Yeah. But it, yeah, it may have been like a stunt. I've seen enough yeah. parkour people to know they could easily do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was impressed. I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. And I think um, even the joke on the inside when um, one of the guys, when he's um, doing his moves around, is going, is this guy Jackie Chan? Or what? Yeah, yeah. That's what he yeah. says. 
this is Jackie Chan shit. Um, so he gets inside. The girl's about to get raped by one of the offsiders, like a dyed blonde haired dude. There's always one of those in Yakuza gang, isn't it? Yeah, there's always a rapey guy. It has to be. It's a rule. And, I think. and the dyed, you know, blonde hair yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, so he he takes him out pretty easily, pretty quick. I did like the fact that he appears. She sees him from behind. Goes, huh? He looks behind, and he's real quick. It, it's all. It's really nice. He just hides right behind him in his blind spot, and then he takes him out pretty easy with like a chokehold, and that kicks off. Wow, a lot of fights. Well, you forgot the nice the nice joke afterwards. Oh, yeah, he tries to calm her down. Like uh, Yoko tells him, you better do something <laughs> funny to calm her down. She's going to freak the fuck through out. The, through the earpiece. Yeah, yeah the whole time he's talking, he's, yeah, he's talking to the... Uh, uh, what's Yoko. Yoko. Yoko, yeah. Essentially, he sings PPAP to her to, yeah. to calm her down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so creepy. <laughs> it doesn't bal- work. She actually freaks her out well, He's doing the balaclava more. on him. Anything with the balaclava on is not good. <laughs> that's the point, how she knows kind of it was him as yeah. well. <laughs> so from there, he starts to run with her. He hides her underneath some grating, so they get separated at this point because he's still got to go save the other guy. Tells her to stay there and he'll be back. Of course, she's not going to... No die. one ever listens. No one does. So Kojima is tied up in a chair Fuck. at this point, and they're not going to kill him, but he's in a precarious situation here. Yes. I did like the first part leading up to the scene that we forgot about where he's in the chair, and he's getting punched by um, the blonde-haired dude, and the chair's slowly getting pushed back to the edge of this precipice um, that he's going to fall into where they dump all the garbage and burn it, um, and it just gets right to the edge and then one leg goes off and it's sort of leaning I, I did like that sort of little interaction tension yeah it's tension and I love I like his uh, like brave face and he's like come on then motherfuckers <laughs> yeah they're trying to get him to yeah um, dob out um, Ebahara and he's just like fuck you, know, you screw you you losers he's like my hitman's coming yeah you guys are in trouble what would have been great is if he didn't come. Yeah, and then those two other hitmen start like creaming themselves. Going, yeah, <laughs> he's finally coming. We'll get to, you know. We'll get to try and kill him. A little bit of this reminded me of Itchy the Killer because um, the not Itchy, but the main bad guy, I can't remember, or well, the main protagonist in that movie is kind of excited about the fact that Itchy is this vaunted hitman. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Sort of. <laughs> it's a thing. I don't know. Yeah. So... Um, they they don't know spread out after um, in so this, many dudes all in this um, room. So they've got um, what's it Kojima on the chair. Um, they've put him out onto like a landing in the middle of sort of the the giant it's like a walkway, a catwalk, no, or a catwalk kind of thing, um, where the the garbage is dumped, and then every single other point of entry is covered. Or, or they're all looking into one door. Really, there's That's only one. I think there might door. only be one yeah. door in. And they're all like up on gangplanks all around, all guns pointed at the door. And of course, so he bursts in carrying a, a giant piece of metal, a, a metal sheet. There's a door or something. Probably got a door. It's kind of like a they door. Do, they do start shooting through it, but he, he essentially waits them out. They run out of bullets apart from the two proper hitmen. Who don't actually fire at it. No. They fire maybe once or twice and then they just wait. And then he runs. And then we actually get some pretty good John Wicky sort of, or even possibly Equilibrium-esque. Yes, yeah, um, I thought that more, yeah. Yeah, where he's like grabbing guns, moving moving their hands gun, out the way. Gun carter, we Yeah, almost it, like yeah. a crazy gun carter kind of shit. And he's, he never shoots anyone in anything vital, and he only pretty much grabs their own guns yeah. and shoots them in like the legs. Or and while he's doing moving fluidly through the room, he's spinning and shooting at, um, there's two cables holding up the this gangplank that Kojim is sitting on with a chair and he's hitting the two sides of this um, steel cable like multiple times with the gun 
like knocking the cable off. Yeah. And then once he's gone through the room, taking pretty much everyone out, he then um, dives in. In because after the, him. the the gangplank sort of falls and the chair falls and he dives in after him, grabs the chair and swings him around through into um, a room that seemed to be down the bottom. Yeah, why would there no be a glass why. room facing into the burning incinerator well, garbage? You got to keep an eye on it, right? I guess well, so. I, I don't know. It's a viewing point. You can. That's where you can bring all the all the uh, bosses. Uh, friends and impress them with the with all the burning garbage. garbage I'm sure. Yeah. The other thing is that Look no one ever acts like it smells bad in there. Yeah, that's true as well. It's yeah. gross. Oh, and during this point, the taller, taller assassin, crazy hitman guy, chases Hugo. him, falls in, but he's tied himself up, and he, it's actually pretty cool the way they both dive in there and he misses, and it, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and then they chase up into like the the. The me- mechanical area of the the stairwell yeah. part, basically, where he's left the girl and um, uh, Masaki uh, decides, of course, to to leave the little flee. hiding spot and try and flee. And she gets seen by the other short assassin guy, who then um, chases after her. Um, and sh- at this point, Sato's sort of um, dragging Kojima around the stairwell with him. It's and pretty funny. He's like, by, like it keeping must be like him going. 50 guys. <laughs> oh, this is, I have to admit, I was actually really impressed by this bit. It's, he's still doing sort of the gun Carter stuff. He's shooting people. He's stopping people. Um, but he can't kill any like, of them. So there's still, they, there's just more and more and more of them. Everywhere he goes, he gets away from them, but there's more and more of them. Eventually, there's essentially just a pile of them, and they've moved to trying to kill him with knives. And this is where he kind of lo- starts to lose because he can't finish them up. Like, he can't yeah. safely gets, stop them he with gets knives. Like, he, he takes out, like, multiple ones and then gets slashed by one random person yeah. and then has to deal with that and then takes that person down and then another But he also keeps stopping himself. Like, he, he's, he's like, he, he gets, him. like, it shows him getting to, like, finishing blows on a bunch of dudes and then stopping yeah, and then and not figuring out how, and then not understanding to how, to, how to fix the situation it is in. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he shoots a grate above him, opens that up, throws uh, Kojima up there and then jumps essentially out of a rugby scrum himself up there, throws something down and they keep going up the stairs and he's trying to make it to the girl. But then at this point, Kojima runs into the other dude. Fuck, I cannot remember his name. Sir. Fudo. Sir, yeah, yeah. Senegawa. Senegawa, yeah. And they have a great yak fight. Ah, yes, yes, yes. We're a bunch of uh, <laughs> Yakuza pimp badasses. They're pretty wimpy kind of fight, isn't it? It's, well, they're both pretty thin and they're both pretty short and they both have scars, uh, but they both act real big and tough. Yeah. So it's great. Senegawa's like six foot. Is he? Yeah. Looks he's small. quite tall. Okay. If you look at him in like the yeah the the Yakuza family photo, he's like towering oh, okay. over them. All right. But so they're fighting, and it's great because they're not very good fighters, but they're really going at it. They're it's punching like each other, and Sato decides to leave them to their own devices. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah, Sato takes like a look down there and goes, "Oh, we're right. We're <laughs> <laughs> right. No one's going to kill each other down there. Maybe. I don't know. At Doesn't... the end, maybe. So so he keeps going, but during this time, um, the his off the Sato's offsider woman has actually gone to meet well not meet but like she's already gotten up to the top and she's interve- intervening with uh, the other hitman and what the hell is her name I'm bad at names Masaki yeah yeah Misaki Misaki <laughs> she's jumped she's jumped across Mas- like she's she's yeah, jumped Misi. across a try uh, uh, like a Misaki Misaki, yeah. Misaki. Misaki. Uh, she's jumped across a, a, a cavernous space and she's holding on for dear life. And the guy in the red tracksuit, this hitman, is just like, this is crazy, man. Woo, I'm going to kill you. 
and stuff. You're going to jump? Yeah, you're going to jump. And then this woman arrives and they had a slight interaction like... In a bar. In a bar like earlier on in the movie. And he's like... And she says the same thing she said to him there and then she just kicks the shit out of him. Like up to this point, she's done not much but play distraction, driving and sort of advice. Yeah. And now she gets to just one kick and like... Yeah, she gets to do something. Something physical. And so they... And so she's... And the... The lady's about to fall, and our man Sato jumps and saves her and pulls her in, and then they vanish. Dun, that was dun. a Batman move. It was How a very cool Batman it? move. It was great. And probably a really... I found this a really great joke. So, um, Ibahara's had this offside of this whole time that oh, essentially yeah. just sweater, opens doors. Weird sweater guy. Yeah, looks, opens doors, sort of acts as a set of eyes. He's like a butler almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... and they put the black mask. They put essentially put him in Sato's gear, black mask. So when um, he drops her home, yeah, yeah, she, he takes her the mask. Says, "You're safe now." And then, <laughs> so she doesn't think it's him, but she knows it's not that guy because she saw the eyes and she's like, "I don't think so." She doesn't yeah. bite. And then she goes to visit Sato and she falls asleep. Yeah, but she sees the cool drawings. She does see the cool drawings, After the childlike the cool, drawings. cool drawings. Yes, I think she's actually laughing while she's trying to cry. Yep. When she sees the, uh, the drawings. Tears of happiness. Or tears of joy. It'd be funny if then she said, know. this is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. What am I doing with my life? <laughs> oh, God. So at this point, Ebihara is downstairs with Sato and they've got Kojima tied up. And they're like, what the hell are we going to do with you, boy? And they're like, they do the whole, ma- the, the whole Yakuza Mafia thing where it's like, I love you, man. And, you know, we'll look after you. And, of course, they look after him by pulling a bullet in his eye. I didn't... I was impressed that they actually went around and, and showed the... The face with almost the bullet hole and blood just dripping from the hole. Yep. I didn't and think they'd go there. Yeah, and so everything's good in Yakuza world because the guy who's caused all the trouble is dead. The two factions have been Kinda nice to each up. other. Everybody else has gone back to being normal. Like it shows you a couple of scenes with um, the fam, like the the graphic design place and him making food, like Sato making food, and yeah. that's the end. Yeah, essentially. And he get, eats the fish and goes, ah! Yes. And yeah. the post credit, that I'm fu- eating this this wing hole, <laughs> bone and everything. God. <laughs> so I I quite like this film. Um, that that fight sequence, like the funny bits were actually really funny, and I think that helps. Sometimes they're not funny. Yeah, I think Okada is is so so good at being a dry guy. Yeah, and uh, it works. Him, like him trying. He plays to- a straight man almost all the time, except for that. Except for a couple. There is a weird bit where he laughs. So hard at the bad joke the second time. That's the thing, right? It takes yeah. only a bad comedian to make him laugh. Yeah, yeah. And, and and he laughs, but he laughs like a crazy person. His delay reaction like... The bird gets uh, freaked out and starts squawking at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's looking after a parrot this whole time. Or a parrot? Or some kind of bird. I thought at some point he was going to cook that parrot. I didn't think he was going to cook it. was it. his first pet in his life, so... And you kind of almost... Um, we were discussing it earlier about um, you know where the comedians try to make um, the other one laugh, and he's kind of playing the straight man while all of them are uh, all these character actors around him pulling his faces, doing all these r- random yep. stupid stuff, and he's playing that real straight man, and it, which made it set off a little bit, which was pretty good. It could have done with possibly one other fight sequence somewhere in the middle, somewhere, but I was happy. But at the same time, I don't think could have been like a because he got um, you know beat up when he was getting tested they could have done like some random mugging thing or something in the middle just maybe they could have given Yoko a bit of a fight or something yeah they could have given the yeah they should have I feel Yoko, like I feel yeah, like she wasn't very fun. well used actually yeah. I feel like she could have featured a bit more it feels like the next act of the 
arc of the manga focuses on her doing stuff. Yeah, you'd hope so. Introduce your characters as you go along. Saving his ass or something while yeah. he can't something kill like anyone. That. Why, why is she there? Yeah, this like maybe why. she just drives by in a car and kicks some guy and goes, that was yeah. a close one or something. Yeah. yeah. So we, as we come to the end, we do a couple of segments here. But before we get oh, to those you segments. Know what? It, it just, sorry, just went into my head almost. <sighs> well, Lupin, I'll allow it. Lupin the third, you know how. I was thinking that too. He's <laughs> doing all of this crazy stuff and then Fujiko just comes in and does some random one thing and then goes off. <laughs> that was kind of like I was character. kind of thinking of, yeah. of Lupin as well a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Before we get to these uh, next segments, we have to, because uh, we haven't done it for a while, uh, the fitness of uh, our, our actors here. Who the fuck knows, man? They're all wearing so many clothes. Sam needs to be here. Oh, that's the other thing. Sato is naked like all the time he's in the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's his little joke as well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he does everything naked. Sleeps, sleeps in he's the bathtub not that fit. in the nude. Works out. Oh, he's not that fit. He's fine. He's fine. He's not... He's not <laughs> He's not action. He's not. not he's not current modern action standard. He's not two thousands fit, so <laughs> Sam. Chris Pratt got abs. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Fatty, fatty, but chunky like pants got abs. Is, the joke is the fable. They're like they're thinking he's some big, tall, like ripped guy or something, but he's just a very ordinary guy. Yeah. Mm. He's tiny. He's he's just a genius at killing people. Yeah. yeah. You know who's fit? Jurosato. <laughs> his perm is fit. His perm is fantastic. Oh man, his yeah, he's great. Like I don't think everybody in this movie looks kind of normal apart from the clothes and the and the hair. Like I wouldn't say anyone's particularly fit or unfit. I think mm. they're really good at making everyone look like really um I don't know greasy. Greasy. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people look greasy in this film. Yeah. yeah. Greasy and almost ugly because it was very high def <laughs> it was very high def uh, definition like HD 1080p but the makeup was good. You couldn't yeah. actually really see the powder lines. Mm-hmm. Um, the the print was really good that we watched. The colors were fantastic. It didn't look... A lot of the time, these digital movies make me go, oh, God damn, it looks terrible. But this yeah. one looked all right. It's okay, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think it helped because it, it felt like it was Steadicam. Mm. It, they, didn't do, they didn't fall for the, I'll do the tracking walking shots to make it a bit shaky and stuff. It was just all sort of set. Yeah, shots. I think for, for lack of a better term, I don't really like using it too much, but this movie is stylish and slick. Anyways, I wouldn't, I for, wouldn't for say this guy's third movie. Yeah, I wouldn't go so far as to say that it's like stylish, but it's competent yeah. and looks all right. I don't the, the like the the bit of style that there was there, which was the those like lines with the percentages. I didn't like. Yeah, I mean, it was filmed. It was filmed well. Like it the, was competent. The, the great shot. scene, yeah. and all that was. It yeah. wasn't like the lines were like you said. The lines were more distracting. If they left the lines out, it's still a really really good like uh, like. Shootout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way it was moving through all the rooms and yeah. stuff. So, uh, is it do do this at home? Do this at home. Which um, stunt would you like to do? Uh, the scariest stunt of all is working out on someone else's equipment naked. <laughs> Especially in COVID times. <laughs> <laughs> that is the scariest stunt of all in this. In this, because man, that's got to be covered in sweat. You don't want to do that. That's a bad move. The only one I really felt was when he threw the wrench into the, um, Kojima's oh, yeah. back. <laughs> and I was like, oh, ow. <laughs> during, during the Kojima. Oh, yeah. Because that, that was like a real person fight. That was yeah. like a slap fight. It was like just slapping each other. <laughs> someone punched the, one of the steel girders too. It was like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> that great what do you call that grating grating yeah the grating yeah. in the in the whatever the rubbish the, the waste factory rubbish place oh, tip. I, there was also a point in the last fight sequence we kind of skipped over a bunch of it there's the last fight sequence when he's going up to save the girl and the guy who fell down the hole with him who tied himself up shows up again and they're shooting at each other like a million bullets I don't, and, but we don't see anyone reload and it kind of 
sort this, of annoyed me after is it the a while. Rambo, yeah. The Rambo parable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I, it. At least I had Fable at the top run out of bullets yeah. and throw down the weapon and try and find another weapon. But mm. the um, Fudo, the guy downstairs, had two never seem reload, just continuously firing up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It took me out of it a little bit. You know what a scary stunt for me is? What? I don't eat seafood. So seeing that guy eat the fish whole from the oh, head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so where yeah. Where are the that's, bones? That's bad. <laughs> it's going to be... You know what's even worse? Because he has a, an aversion to hot food. You know that shit's cold and slimy. Mm. <laughs> Nasty. Oof. Nasty. Uh, anything else we want to bring up about this movie? It was good. Yeah. I'd- I don't know if anyone would have gotten hurt. You know what would have really hurt though is the like a real real pain that I've seen happen to many many people is when he's getting his ass beat on purpose and the guy breaks his fingers by punching the dude in the face. Yeah, yeah. By, by punching him in the forehead, and he like turns around, and he's like, "Fuck, broke my fingers." That happens all the time in fights. You know what? Someone got their fingers caught in that grate at some point. Oh yeah, you know it. <laughs> oh shit! Ouch! Shall we finish up? Yeah. Yeah. Anything else before we stealing a skyline? Stealing oh, a gangster skyline, just hop in I and was lock re- the doors. I knew we weren't going to get it because it wasn't an expensive enough movie, but I was really actually hoping for some kind of car chase sequence. Yeah. You don't show off a cool car like that and then just have it drive out of the out of the driveway. Yeah. And we did, then it was be, a skid around the corner. And yeah, then that's, that's all it. it did. I was really hoping we were going to get you know a cool. I did, I did enjoy the interaction when he first brings him to the apartment and goes, you can't touch the car, so they and immediately they go in the car. <laughs> They're like, fuck the you. And then the car is like deadpan. Yeah. When a uh, jumper guy dro- drops the lady off at the end, he's in like the shitty little Suzuki or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was The Fable. Yeah, I liked it. I'd watch it again. I would also... I'd I see more of it. I wouldn't watch it again, but I would watch another one. Give me yeah. a sequel. Library Wars. Watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to get... humor and explosion. If you want to get in touch, you get a suggestion or a comment. Um, Asian Keep act- it to yourself. We yeah. don't need to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Asian We've already got enough opinions ourselves. At gmail.com. I hate all of you. <laughs> Do a better job. Get out. We're on uh, Instagram as well and Facebook. Um, if you want to leave us a review, that'd be nice. We don't have any Patreon or Kickstarter. Or like we, we're fortunate enough to not utilize that. So leave us a review. If you're going to leave us a one-star review, make it funny. Make it funny. Just leave us any review. There hasn't yeah. been any new reviews for ages. Yeah, do oh, it. Okay. Do it. Be nice. <laughs> you, what are you doing? You're, you're at home in quarantine? Nathan, leave us a review. Yeah. I think they're sad because uh, I don't think Sam's been doing Guess That Movie for a while. So yeah. maybe we'll do one for this movie and you might be surprised. What? At the end. <laughs> <laughs> guess before it started. Ah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Namde 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 I fucking love some burger rings. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs>